Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. All right, you've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio as we talk today about providing hope for the future for single moms and their kids. And Ace, if you need to come in here, you go ahead and come in and do whatever you got to do. We see it was started off just a little bit rough today, but no problem. We're like running a marathon, so it's all right. Today we're going to highlight the ministry that's operating right here in Bel Air Bluffs, Florida. We're going to highlight the ministry of Shepherd's Village, and I'm hoping by the end of the conversation today, each one of you listening will have the opportunity to say, hey, we could do that here in our community, because it is super important that we spread this kind of uh, ministry around the country. That would be phenomenal. So today, as we, April, I want to start with you today. We've got we've got ladies around the table. Martha's joining me. Of course, it's a Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg. And it is phenomenal as you um, just talk today about this ministry. Well, April, why don't you talk about first, how have you noticed the Lord working in those intimate details of your life? Well, I would say, Jim, he is just on time. When um, I am completely surrendered to him, his timing is perfect. And right now, um, I just feel like his timing is perfect in every area of my life. And that's nice to say. You're you're a single mom of how how many kids? Three teen daughters. Three teen. Mm-hmm. Not, not that that's a difficult thing to do. Three teens. That's a piece of cake. So, Correct. so okay. So Susan, you're the you're the up and coming director. This is a ministry that you've been training to take over for a number of years. How have you noticed the Lord working in those intimate details of your life? Well, the Lord has just shown me how to wait on Him, and uh, this week He has just pressed upon me that. To, to work your calling out with love and patience and kindness. And sometimes I want to run ahead of the Lord in that patience department. So <laughs> he's just calming me down and saying he's in control. I, I don't understand anything about that patience thing. I'm always just fine, <laughs> relaxed. I'm usually very deep in thought, never, no problems there. As, as a ministry that's helping single moms all over the place, Susan, it, it's, sometimes I imagine you wear that, that cape on you as you're, you're trying to be, you're the mentor, you're the, you're the, just the, well, you're the coach, you're the mentor, you're the encourager, and sometimes that probably gets a little overwhelming, but it's good that you could just see the Lord just saying, okay, just, just calm down, rely on me. That's, That's a good right, thing. Jim. So, Patty, talk to me about what's going on in your life. How have you noticed the Lord working in those intimate details in your life? Uh, well, I've seen recently where he's opening the doors for me to meet more people to move forward in um, starting my own nonprofit, which has resulted from being with Shepherd's Village. So every time I turn around, I meet someone else and I'm like, oh, hey, you're a good contact. Oh, you know that person. And it's amazing how it's contacts that I would have never met on my own. And all of a sudden they're just put right in front of me. 
Shepherd's Village, Susan, why don't we just give people just an introduction as we head into the break. Shepherd's Village, a women's transitional housing ministry, but talk about what, what's the mission? Well, Shepherd's Village is about hope and second chances. We walk along, alongside a single mother families and we offer a hand up through faith-based affordable housing and resources. It's about making a difference two generations at a time. April, from your heart, what does it really mean? What has Shepherd's Village been to you? Shepherd's Village has um, been that safe, consistent place. Um, when I was broken and didn't have anywhere else to go, um, it, it gave me that safe, consistent place for me and my kids. Martha, you and I have, this has been one of the ministries here in, in Pinellas County that you and I have been passionate about since we moved here 13 years ago. Mm-hmm, that's right. What is it about Shepherd's Village that really touches your heart? Well, I think for me, I mean, so many things, the consistency in the community has been, I, I think, a huge testimony to the ministry that it is known to have been here and a place where people have as a haven. And I think also the fact that it's not a short-term thing. To me, that you, Shepherd's Village is a place that in, is investing in these women's lives for a period of time to get them to a healthy spot and to be um, able to stand on their own two feet with the help of the Lord. And that's mm-hmm. such an important um, element of it in the fact that everything focuses back to the relationship with our Heavenly Father. And, and that's that it's a testimony to the ministry through everybody that you talk to, anybody that you encounter that's either lived there or heard about it or been touched by it in some way. Patty, you got involved with Shepherd's Village years ago. Uh, not that many years ago, but you know, <laughs> some years back. You've known more about Shepherd's Village than, than either April or Susan over the, uh, for as many years. Why? What did, how did you end up at Shepherd's Village? Um, Well, my daughter was four when we moved back down here to Florida, and I became a single mother, and it was a lifeline for us. It it was amazing. It was the first time I'd been on my own, and I was scared to death. But the friendships we've made there, I made a best friend. We're still best friends to this day. The relationships that you build, I mean, it's amazing how, because you're going through almost the same thing at the same time. There's little differences in your stories, but it's the same pressures that you're under. And so you can help each other out, and you build this bond, and you make this village of of mothers and children and your children become friends and and you just have people to rely on instead of being out there by yourself trying to figure out how do I do the single parent thing by myself so why don't you describe what you're I mean you be, you were you just become a single mom yes and you're alone you've gone through probably a, I mean I've never heard anybody say oh that divorce was easy so a difficult divorce and uh, which again like I said they're all difficult becoming a single mom having to kind of reset your life what how did you find out about shepherd's village actually through my mother Uh, my mother attended first baptist church of indian rocks and she knew phyllis our family had been there for years and she found out about shepherd's village through phyllis and called me and said hey as soon as you get home we have a place for you and when megan and i moved down here there was a one-bedroom apartment waiting for us and it was it was like the taj mahal to me it was the most exciting adventure we had ever been on and i was scared to death however um like i said just having people to stand behind you and hold you up when you fall down it, it was an amazing experience because you don't know when you when you've gone through this divorce and you're at the bottom and you're thinking lord how am i going to breathe tomorrow how am i going to get out of bed how am i going to dress the kids and then there's someone knocking at your door going oh hey i made supper for you and you're like wait what (laughs) that's how that works susan as you know you're 
you how many years has it been i remember phyllis telling me we're, we were both filling up our gas tanks at the hess station <laughs> in bel-air bluffs and she goes i think i found the woman that i because i've been i've been bugging phyllis i've been bugging phyllis for years what's you what's your perpetuation plan what's your perpetuation plan because i think i found her and and she was talking about you. That was a number of years. That's got to be six plus. Almost five years. Okay. It's, well, it was probably six years ago that we were talking. So five and a half, six years ago. You have been intimately involved in this ministry for a long time now. When you think of the lives that it touches, just describe the typical state of the single mom and her kids when they come to you guys. Well, typically when we see a mom come into Shepherd's Village, they're scared. Some of them are embarrassed. They're feeling a little bit hopeless. And uh, when they come in, it, well, it really truly is a different story behind every door. But once they get acclimated to the village, they find out that, like Patty said, they're making friends right away. And, and there, there's this peer-to-peer relationship goes on that they're praying for one another, encouraging one another. They, there's even 10, right now, 10 families in that unit that share two washers and dryers, and they make it work. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. <laughs> So, April, when you came to Shepherd's Village, how, how did you hear about it? Um, I was actually attending a Bible study at First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks, and um, I had spoken to the women's director there, and she knew Phyllis. And I just opened up to share her that I was leaving an abusive marriage, and I needed a, a safe place to go. And so she told me about Shepherd's Village and to, to talk to Phyllis. And... Um, I remember calling her feeling, you know, embarrassed and and afraid and really not wanting to go through a divorce, um, wanting to work on my marriage. So I didn't think that Shepherd's Village was even an option at that point. Um, But we talked and she prayed with me and she I was at a point where I just needed someone to tell me what to do next because I didn't know. And so she you know, connect me with a Christian counselor and a book and said, you know, come to Celebrate Recovery and, you know, we'll see what we can do. And um, that was in July. And then in October, um, Shepherd's Village had a place available. Mm. You know, Martha and I have a passion for really helping local ministries. And I don't know, I don't know how Phyllis Alderman grabbed us those 13 years ago, but shortly after we moved to Florida, she does that with everyone. She does. (laughs) She has this amazing mind control. But Phyllis Alderman, the director, of Shepherd's Village grabbed onto us and we did some volunteering work. We, we helped with, uh, I helped with setting up computers and helping with computers and we've done some fundraising. We did live auction. I don't know how many different uh, fundraising banquets, uh, the galas that we've done, live auctions. That's been a lot of fun. But this is a ministry of Shepherd's Village that touches the lives of single moms and their kids, giving them a brand new start. And we're passionate about it because, ladies and gentlemen, there are way too many single moms out there and they need to know how do i do this and shepherd's village is a ministry that can help that's right so when jim and i were talking about you know we love this ministry we want our listeners to learn about it and be able to be involved but the timeliness of having them on right now is because they have an event coming up and it's a really critical event for helping keeping the ministry going so i I would like our listeners to hear a little bit about what you guys have coming up on december 2nd Susan, you want to fill them in? Sure, yeah. (laughs) We have a great event coming up on Friday, December 2nd at the beautiful Sheraton Sand Key. Doors open at 6 o'clock. We'll have a phenomenal silent auction with over 100 gifts. And it goes from anywhere from gift cards to ski trips to jewelry. And Mm -hmm. uh, so you can do all your Christmas shopping. That's right. But uh, we're going to just have a great event there. There will probably be about 300 people. 
And uh, Dr. Tim Clinton, he's the president of the American Association for Christian Counselors. He will be our keynote speaker. And then Pam Wolf of Identity and Destiny, and uh, she's a successful business coach. Everybody listening to I Work For Him knows exactly who Pam Wolf is with Identity and Destiny. She was just on yesterday. She was. And she will be our um, celebrity speaker. And she's got a story that really fits right in to Shepherd's Village. And we've never on the when we've highlighted identity desk, we've never shared her story. So this would be a great opportunity for you to hear that story. When you you guys are celebrating twenty five years this year, Susan, yes, we are, and and, and which is amazing because this is a ministry that literally, uh, you know, the Lord laid it on Phyllis Alderman's heart, and and really in twenty five years it is it has grown into a ministry that is got structure and it will perpetuate on into the future all just an incredible ministry touching the lives do you have any idea how many single moms and their kids have gone through the shepherd's village program so far we've had about 425 families come through which have 650 of children and then of non-residents thousands that we've been able to help through resources mm-hmm. so talk talk to the audience then about those the the program what you do you're not just providing an apartment for a single mom and her kids that that is not that's not what this is this is way more than that what is it all about well we provide we actually we provide hope and we provide second chances. We have resources, life skills. They come to classes where they learn anything from budgeting to um, nutritional needs. We teach cooking and couponing and, and whatever tools that we could put into single parent hands. Uh, we also, off, off campus, we have um, divorce care that they are welcome to come to, that child care is provided for that. Uh, we do single and parenting. And uh, you name it, we do it there. Patty, when you look at your experience those few years ago, what was the biggest, well, what was life like for you and your, you said it was your daughter. Correct. Okay. What was life like for you back then? Um, well, when Megan and I first moved into Shepherd's Village, we were in the first building out in Clearwater, and it was a few months after that that they finally had purchased and rehabbed the new building in Bel Air. So we felt special that we got to be one of the first people into the new building, um, and it was amazing. Our time there, I got to be on the board of Shepherd's Village. I was allowed to participate in a lot of behind the scenes, and um, and I still talk to a lot of the women that were there during the time that I was at Shepherd's Village because you form those friendships. But when I was back then with Megan, I was at a point where I didn't even have a job when I first came down here. I didn't know how I was going to meet my bills. I didn't know where anything was coming from, you know, the next meal. And I could call Phyllis or anybody that was affiliated with Shepherd's Village. And if if she couldn't provide something right away for me, whatever it was I needed, she would find the resource for me. And um, I just, I can't say enough wonderful things about how my life has changed from being the scared little girl to wanting to go out and start my own nonprofit. And we're going to ask you about that nonprofit later. But but here's, you know, one of the things that people are going, okay, Jim, I work for him. What, what does this have to do with I work for him? Well, here's the deal. We work alongside single moms all day long. There are tons of them. I, in fact, I have a business owner that I've done some mentoring with in the past that 90% of the people working for him are single moms. And these single moms has have very specific needs, and a lot of them have gone through some really traumatic experiences. Not all of them, but a lot of them have. And Shepherd's Village is a ministry that ministers specifically to the needs of those single moms and the stuff that they've gone through. Right. So what you were just saying about how so many of us work alongside single 
moms is understanding a little bit of the world that you're involved in at that point in time is really valuable for anybody who is rubbing shoulders to be able to encourage, to be able to pray for. We talk on the show all the time about praying for our coworkers and employees. And if we don't know what their specific needs are and we don't have a little bit of a, of a, um, a glimpse into the world that they're living at that time, how can we effectively pray for them? So this is just one aspect of that. And the fact also that it's something that's happening in our community, a place where people can encourage and help equip because it goes beyond, like you said, that it's not just the the walls and the roof that's being provided. There are, there's so much heart ministry that's happening. So April, talk to the audience, uh, talk to all of us about you know, your state of mind when you moved into Shepherd's Village. Well, when I moved into Shepherd's Village, I um, I was hopeless. I, I I was scared, and I really just wanted a safe place for my kids. I wanted to to do life better, um, but I didn't really know how at that point. I had no family here in Florida. Um, I when I came to Shepherd's Village. Um, the girls and I, so four of us, were sharing a one-bedroom in my friend's house, and I was driving from Lakeland to Largo to get them to school uh, because I wanted that consistency. And so coming to Shepherd's Village, when I stepped on that property, it's an anointed property. Amen. It's it's so different than anything that you could ever imagine. It's a community. It's family. It's support. Um, and when moms come to Shepherd's Village, um, I can still remember a friend, uh, a neighbor who had moved in, and she was very isolated. She didn't want to open up because she thought it wasn't the right place for her. But she texted me at midnight because she just wanted to pray with someone. And when you can come out your front door and pray with your neighbor because they know that you understand the feelings that they're going through because you've been through that divorce and you've been through that, that's that's something really special. No, and you moved into Shepherd's Village. Did you have a job? I did. I did. I was working in one of the uh, local public schools and, you know, it was it was making the bills, but my goal was to increase my income. And so um, when I met with uh, Phyllis for the first time to go over my goals, that was one of the things we talked about. You know, do you want to go to school? Do you want to increase your income? And I really had a desire to go to school, but at that time it wasn't the right time. I really needed to increase that income. Susan, a lot of the ladies that come to you are, they're just like what April just described. They're hopeless, they're broken, they, they, they have some real damage that needs to be restored by the Lord. They, they ha, they may, they, they're probably living on poverty level. I mean, they're, they're not, they're certainly not living in the Ritz, even though they're living in Bel Air Bluffs, which is pretty nice. <laughs> um, but it's, there's, there's a lot of trauma that you're dealing with there. How do you help them work through that? Well, we started about four years ago a wonderful mentoring program, and uh, they're just seasoned Christian women that have a desire to give back. And uh, so they meet with the moms on maybe over coffee or for dinner, and um, they just listen. That's what the moms most want is just someone to listen and understand and accept them right where they're at. So that's been very successful, not only for the mentee, but the mentor as well. They've built wonderful relationships with these ladies. Patty, you said that you made a friend 15 years ago. Oh, sorry, I said it. You said all those years ago when you were like, well, I won't say, okay, so 15 years ago when you were at Shepherd's Village. I was going to make some comment that would have been inappropriate, like, you know, you were 12. Um, So... When you were at Shepherd's Village, you and your daughter, you said you made a friend that you are still friends with today, 15 years later. So that, that, what is it that drew you and your friend together that has kept that bond over all these years? 
Well, right before I moved down to Shepherd's Village, I had had a second daughter, um, but she had only lived for a day. So I had gone through that tragedy with Megan, and when we were living at Shepherd's Village, my girlfriend, my best friend now, she was pregnant at the time and went into labor early, and I rushed her down to the hospital, and that was it. Like, we were acquaintances. We were neighbors before that, and after that, when she went in to have the baby, knowing what I had been through, Mm -hmm. I sat and prayed with her. I held her hand. I did the infant CPR. I went down every day because she didn't have a car at the time, so I would take her down to see the baby every day we were in St. Pete and we just formed this bond that has never failed. She now has just had her fourth child. Mm. Um, He is, I want to say nine months old now, eight months old. Adorable. I just love him to pieces. Um, So it just, that was our own little tragedy that we went through together, but it was because of my experience and her experience that we have just had this friendship that continues to go on. We're talking today with three ladies from Shepherd's Village. We've got Susan Shirley here, the up-and-coming director. You said you were the associate director or assistant director or, you know, director in half. What, what, What do they call you again, Susan? The associate director. Associate director. And Susan, you've got this event coming. I, I had to write that down so I don't forget. I apologize. Associate director. So as you come up to this event, this huge event in December, on the 2nd of December, at the Sheraton Sand Key, this is not only a fundraising banquet and a silent auction, but it's really a, a, a just a celebration of the work that God has done in the lives of these ladies. As as the 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 title for the day, or the... the uh, what do you want to call it? April the uh, incredible hope. The incredible hope. But there's this behind every story. It, it, behind every door is a story of hope. Thank you. You can help me with that. There's so much going on there that night. Lots of great guests, but really to be surrounded in a room full of people that totally believe in the ministry of ministering to single moms. How has that touched you personally? That is just amazing when um, when I'm called to get up there and speak. It's it's overwhelming to see so many people passionate about single moms. Uh, we live in a time that still can be a little judgmental, and these moms are just loved. Uh, people are extending the love of Christ to them in a way that they've not experienced before. It's very touching. Mm-hmm. So today we've been talking with our friends from Shepherd's Village, and one of the things that I wanted to make sure before we um, go on with your stories is just to highlight again you guys' event that you have coming up December 2nd um, at the Sheraton Sand Key Resort, and they can find more about it on the website. Is that correct? That's correct. Because one of the things that I know we've run into over the years is talking to different people that what they have a passion for helping single moms. This is a great local ministry to get involved in, help with the fundraising, hear the heart, because this year more than mm-hmm. ever, I think people are really going to hear the heart of what goes on behind Shepherd's Village, and I love the whole idea of the stories behind every door. So that is just a, a really exciting um thing coming up so please check out the website um shepherdsvillage.com what and are you pointing at that that you and i are the masters of ceremony we are we're thrilled he was giving sign language like pointing at us well, i didn't really we know what that meant, about the fact. That, listen not only do you get yeah. an opportunity to really get involved in a ministry that is touching the lives of single moms and their kids but also Get to see Martha and I in action in person, not just voices on air. So I, what I was thinking is you get to see Jim dressed up. So for people that have never seen you dressed up, it'll be worth it. I still have to get a suit that fits. I'm going to get that done. We've got a couple weeks left to get that done. No more eating. December the 2nd. No, no more eating. December the 2nd, 6 o'clock, Sheraton Sand Key. Find out more online at shepherdsvillage.com, shepherdsvillage.com. 
That's right. So Patty, I want to go back to your story because as we were talking at one point, you said when you came to Shepherd's Village, you did not have a job and you had a little one. And so that's not where your story ended. And that's one of the things we want our listeners to hear is how God has brought you from that place to where you are now. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Sure. Um, When I came down, I had a one-week temporary job to work for an attorney that my mother had known um, while her secretary was on vacation. So after that ended, I um, was doing temporary jobs, and I ended up getting a job in title, which led to me becoming a partner and opening a new title company. But it was about a year and a half before the um, bottom fell out in in the sales and the refinances. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, we ended up closing the title company. But through my contacts at Shepherd's Village, I got into the dental field. And I went to work for a dental office, and I was with them for eight years. And recently, I have transferred to, I'm now a practice administrator over three dental offices. Wow. And it all leads back to Shepherd's Village, mm-hmm. from the initial contact to them, you know, for me to get into the dental field, and then for me to pursue forward in my management career. Talk to me about how you're, you said, you're, well, your daughter would be 19 or 20 years old today. She's 20, yes. She's sir. 20 years old. How did that time at Shepherd's Village shape her life, shape her faith? Well, I'll tell you, she has made a lot of great friends coming out of Shepherd's Village, some that she still stays in contact with. Um, but we would have Bible studies at Shepherd's Village where the kids would get together and they would have someone come in and talk to them. And she would come home and she'd go, Mom, did you know this? And she would tell me these stories. And I would go, yeah, honey, I know that. Well, now she's gone through a big tragedy this year. Her best friend was killed in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And she has been able to comfort the um, other kids that are going through this, his family members. One of his family members is now attending church and calls my daughter all the time. Um, She's like, oh, I didn't know this, and you told me this. So that time there has helped Megan to grow to where she can actually help lead others and comfort others through God's love. Now, the Associate Director of Shepherd's Village is Susan Lavario. And Susan, you have a lot of these ladies that are staying at Shepherd's Village are involved in improving their education. Yes, that's right, Jim. Um, we have had moms that have graduated with their associate's degree, their bachelor's degree, master's degree. Uh, one of my favorite stories, there's so many of them, but in particular, we had a mom that recently graduated from Shepherd's Village, and uh, she was a planner. So when she came into Shepherd's Village, she was scared and, and feeling hopeless. And uh, we had Habitat for Humanity come out and share with the moms how they could apply for a Habitat home. And we had the uh, honor of giving her the keys to her new Habitat oh. home in August. and it That was, must have been cool. It That's was very awesome. cool. It was so exciting to see a mom come in, transition, transition out to beautiful, and, and her verse, the one, the verse, and I believe it's Jeremiah 29, 11, mm-hmm. that God knows the plans mm-hmm. that he has for us. And she clung on to that, and she's just beaming. Her and her daughter live uh, at Habitat now, or live in a home for Habitat, and it's just a beautiful home and a great transition. Mm. What is, when you look at all of the ladies that you've been involved with, these five years that you've been part of Shepherd's Village, what is the one thing that you love seeing happen in their lives? I love seeing the growth where they become totally dependent on Christ. They come in, like I said, uh, they come in scared and uncertain. Uh, their bottom has fallen out. They did not choose this chapter for their life. And they don't know what's next, but they make friends pretty quickly at Shepherd's Village. And as Patty and, and April were saying, there's just this bond that forms. And um, then they start to grow. They have these tools. Uh, we, have, uh, we have had people come in from... 
uh, Toastmasters. We help build resumes for them. And they start to get this confidence, and then they just start relying more and more on God. And it's really neat to see that growth because uh, a lot of times they'll come in frustrated because they don't know. We often get like that, and you know, in, in not living at Shepherd's Village, we get a little frustrated sometimes when we don't know the plan. But you see them settle <laughs> every moment of the day. <laughs> <laughs> we, you see them settle, and they just have this peace that comes over them, and, and it, it's awesome. You know, what I love best, April, is that, uh, you know, I... I got to know you right from the beginning of your time at Shepherd's Village, and we won't go into all that if you had had to go on one of the past galas to understand that whole story. <laughs> but April, you and your four girls, uh, you've been there. It's it's coming on three, three I was say, it was three years. Girl. Three girls. Three, I thought it was three. Well, now three, four, whatever it takes. There, there's four girls, including her. Four girls, three girls. How many girls do you have? I swear there's lots more than three. Okay. He feels like a lot sometimes. Yeah, that's what he's thinking. Three teenage girls is like having five. <laughs> That's what it, that's what it was. Was the math that's I was doing? That's where you were going. This is tough, ladies and gentlemen. Normally, you know, there's two of us in the studio. <laughs> I got it. This is a huge crowd. This huge studio audience. It's unbelievable. Okay, so April, back to you. You're three girls, and that neighborhood girl that I thought was yours as well. <laughs> How do you see the difference in them from when you got there three years ago to today? You know, it, it's interesting. Um, when we moved into Shepherd's Village, um, they were they were apprehensive. They were scared. They were they were nervous for really what our future would be. Um, and I've seen them grow so much in the Lord. Um, I've seen them rely on God in so many different situations. And it's such a testimony to see um, and hear them share with others where they saw we were when we moved to Shepherd Village Mm -hmm. and where we are now. And I think for them, the biggest part that helped in their healing was to see that I was healing, that I had hope again, that, you know, I was relying on God and he was just completely providing more than anything we could have ever imagined. So what it, Martha, well, yeah, I just wanted to say something because I was thinking about the fact that as much as you don't want anybody else to be mm-hmm. going through the same situation you're going through, to have other neighbors, mm-hmm. truly neighbors, because you guys live all in one building that's a, like outdoor apartment, mm-hmm. not really motel, but I mean, for people that can't see it, well, you can see a picture online because yeah. I think it's neat for people to see the building. But to truly know that your neighbors, your kids' neighbors, are going through a similar situation that they know they're not the only kid in the world. Although you would wish that they could be the only kid in the world experiencing that because you don't want to wish that on anybody else. The fact that they know that somebody else understands where I'm at right now, or at least they can relate and you can have those conversations. And I can't imagine how that helps kids without them being able to articulate it but to actually know that you know we're not completely alone there are people here that care for us and that I know I've heard many times you guys say the ministry that happens between Mm -hmm. whoever the residents are at that point in time because God has ordained all of that and I'm sure that's a neat woven tapestry to see how that all happens but um, I think that for kids just that reassurance would be an exciting thing to watch. All right, today we're talking with several ladies from the Ministry of Shepherd's Village. You can find out more about Shepherd's Village online at shepherdsvillage.com, shepherdsvillage.com. We're we're highlighting Shepherd's Village today. It's a ministry that we're definitely passionate about. 
but we're also highlighting because Martha and I have the privilege of being the masters of ceremony of their upcoming celebration banquet on the 2nd of December at 6 o'clock, starting at 6 o'clock at the Sheraton Sand Key Resort in... Well, that's like Clearwater, but it's really Sand Key, if you really know the beaches. And we'd love to have you come and join us. Get signed up and how you can find out all about it online at shepherdsvillage.com. Shepherdsvillage.com. Celebrate 25 years of helping single moms find hope and that's and restoration and a new beginning in Christ. When when I look at what goes on at Shepherd's Village and I look at the stories, Susan, as I look at the transformations that you've seen, I know that one of the biggest things as a business guy, one of the biggest things that I've seen that is a woe for single moms is the fact that they're single moms and they want to have a job. They want to provide for their families. And yet it's a difficult task because like April, she's got 17 girls and you know, one of those girls. Okay. So she's got three kids. She gets sick. What do you do? So how do you help ladies deal with that? Because that's a really, that what I see, that's a really difficult thing because moms want to be mom first. Well, you know, that's a really good question, Jim. And one of the things that we offer at Shepherd's Village is if their kids get sick, they can take them to Rainbow Village in Clearwater, and it's run by nurses there, and they get excellent care, and Shepherd's Village covers the cost, so if they don't have to miss work, and they can know that their kids are being well taken Mm. care of. So it's like a sick daycare. Exactly. Okay, wow. Because that's one of those things that, as a, you know, you just know that you want to help single moms out, and I know that that's a woe because their 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 highest calling is to their kids, and when you got to have a job in order to provide for those kids so they can eat, and yet one of them's sick, they're like, "Well, wait a minute, my heart's breaking in half here. I don't even know what to do." Exactly. So, April, have you ever had that time where you're like, "Okay, I really want to go to work, but yet my one of my kids is sick. What do I do?" I mean, have you ever had a what's the biggest battle? Maybe that's a better well, question. What's your biggest battle as a single mom? Well, I think it is. It's that time of spreading out the time over work and school and ministries that I want to be involved in, you know, and making sure that everything is, you know, the priority that God has, you know, told me to do it in. And um, and that's the thing about Shepherd's Village is living in that community. I mean, there's times when, you know, I've got to run one to cross country and go to soccer early at Saturday morning, and I got to be two places at one time. And you can call your neighbor and say, hey, could you take my kid to the church and drop her off and I'll pick her up on the way back? And that's the kind of community and family and support that Shepherd's Village allows. And it's support that you really need as a single mom. Absolutely. Now, you, you said being you know between your job and your ministry, but today now your job is your ministry. That's right. Talk to us about that. After being at Shepherd's Village for two years, uh, God called me to full-time ministry with Shepherd's Village. And so um, working to go uh, get my bachelor's with Liberty University online and working full-time with Shepherd's Village. Helping with graphic design, with, uh, yeah. with journalism, I mean, all all of those yes. things. For- All of that and, and reaching our community by outreach, um, you know, going to different uh, meetings and, and chambers. So marketing and, and networking, yeah. all that stuff, too. Absolutely. So you've got 17 hats just like Susan and Phyllis. <laughs> yes, we spread it out. <laughs> Susan, you want to say something before we go to the break? Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that even though uh, April has not used Rainbow Recovery, she's got a plan B. She makes miracle soup and, when, and it heals her kids. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I do. We'll be posting that recipe online tonight on Facebook. Miracle soup by it April. Be a fundraiser. We should, wow. <laughs> Sell the recipe. There you go. There yes, you go. we can make money for the gala that night wow we could auction that we could do a live auction i like that susan shire susan lavario is our 
Associate Director of Shepherds Village. Susan, what are your biggest needs for Shepherds Village? Well, Jim, our biggest needs, of course, is for your you know, ongoing monthly giving. Um, but we need expansion property, property desperately. We get between 40 and 45 calls a month for single moms <sighs> looking for a place to live. And that's just for us. Can you imagine across the whole United States no, internationally? It's, it's millions. Yes, millions. And the problem is, is not going away. And uh, so we just want to be able to help more families. And uh, we also want to build an 8,000-square-foot uh, learning center, not only for women, of single parents, I mean, not only single women, but women of all walks of life, and for children too, and just offer programs for single parents. And uh, so we've got big dreams, and uh, we need big money for that. Well, and there are many people out there listening that know people, or you're the people that, hey, maybe you've got an apartment complex, you would just like to donate. That would be, what a great, fantastic write-off. We can facilitate any donation like that right through the National Christian Foundation. We can get it set up and right to Shepherds Village. We can liquidate anything you've got and turn it into what they need to be able to help more single moms and their families. Right, Phyllis? We could say that online, right? Okay, Phyllis is good. She's shaking her head. She's remained silent today, which you have no idea what an accomplishment that is. That is because she's done such a great job. Phyllis Alderman has was the brains and the heart of this ministry for so many years all by herself and, and with a lot of volunteers, and now she's got a staff of people to help her, and it is fantastic. Susan, as we come to the end of the show, what is what? how can people get involved? Well, there's many ways that they can get involved. They can First, we need people praying all the time. We covet their prayers. But they can get online at, uh, again, shepherdsvillage.com. We can... We can sign them up to volunteer. We need volunteers coming up at the gala. That would be fantastic. We need more mentors. We need not only for the moms, but we're ready to launch a, a mentorship for the program uh, for the children as well. So we definitely need some mentors that have a heart for children. Patty, as somebody who's come through the program, gone on, run a business, and your your life, the Lord has turned it totally around. Why should people get involved in Shepherd in helping Shepherd's Village, the ministry of Shepherd's Village? Well, you will be blessed. You will get this blessing that you just, you don't even know how to describe it. It's throughout your entire soul, your entire body. And you walk away and you think, oh, I want that again. I want to help again. And when you can see, um, you know, I've seen my story they told earlier, when you see a mom who first comes in scared and walks out and she's shining and she's controlling her life and she's she's got, you know, her children are, are doing well and, and you just see what the what it does for them, that will lift your spirits and give you hope you're not in it with them but you see how well they're doing and i just think that it will bless you tremendously to be involved shepherdsvillage.com shepherdsvillage.com april you get the last words today well maybe not i do probably but (laughs) as you look at the ministry of shepherds village and how it's impacted you and all of your children all three girls so i've said it right this time how why why there's people out there listening go wait a minute I, i still don't get it why did you need help as a single mom I needed help because I was hopeless and I didn't have family here that was going to be able to help me with a house or with the kids. And I needed that community to come alongside me. So it wasn't just my church family, but it was the community of Shepherd's Village that that brought that. And, you know, it's it's not just the program. The program at Shepherd's Village has taught me many things, but it's the people that have touched my life. 
and my children's life. And that'll take that forever. And on December 2nd, 2016, at 6 o'clock at the Sheraton Sand Key Resort, you will get to hear the story behind every door, the story of hope behind every door. As several ladies and several families and kids who've gone through the program will share their stories of how Shepherd's Village has transformed their lives through the miraculous restoring power of Jesus Christ. You know, each one of you probably works alongside a single mom and their kids, and you probably don't even know the struggles that they're going through. That's the whole idea behind the challenge with the I Work For Him Nation. I just want to thank our guests. We've got Patty, Susan, and April. Thanks so much for being on I Work For Him today. Thank you. When you go to work tomorrow, the challenge to join the I Work For Him Nation, Martha, is to get people to start praying for their coworkers and employees by name. Look for ways to serve them and to befriend them. But why is that so important? Well, because through that, they can learn about the love of Jesus Christ. And through that, you'll find out, are you working alongside of a single mom who's got special needs? Could you help cook an extra meal? Could you help pick up a kid every once in a while? Is there something you can do to be Jesus to those single moms that you work alongside? Look for ways to pray with those people, too, because there is nothing more powerful than praying with somebody. But all along in your workplace, be a person of excellence. Be somebody that everybody wants to know. What's going on with you? You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, and our workplace is our mission field, and I work for him.